Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's good, Internet? It is Monday, February 5th? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My notes say January something, and that's not right, so not I had to pull right. the real date from the ether. <laughs> You're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 132. I am uh, your world Super Bowl champion, Austin <laughs> Nick Foles Walker. Austin. Big r- Dick Nick. That's what they say. Big that's Dick what they say Nick. in Philly. They've been <laughs> chanting. Did you miss that? Patrick Patrick is shaking his head back and forth. Did you who's, miss who's which Nick has the big dick? Wait, Foles. did you miss Nick big Foles. dick Nick? Oh. There was an interview. There were people literally chanting through the streets of Philly, screaming big dick Nick. Welcome to Philadelphia, everybody. <laughs> Your world Super Bowl Is that champions. Accurate? I need to know. There was an interview. There was an interview, not okay. with him, with another player. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was an AMA. This. It was not it was not an interview. It was an AMA mm. on Reddit. Oh, okay. And someone's like, who's got the biggest dick? Because ah, internet. He said Nick. And one of the players is like, oh, duh, duh. Like, what? <laughs> I thought you were on the internet. I thought you knew already. <laughs> Which is like the best way to frame that answer. And also right. because Nick Foles is just like a very sweet dad. Yeah. That's his whole character. It's like, I'm a backup quarterback pl- player. I love my kid. I love how like uh, <laughs> This is not his voice also. <laughs> I was going to ask, is that also accurate? <laughs> no, but he has like a heartfelt middle America vibe. Okay. I, we're, I don't want to go too far off, but I love how like uh, – the, the the Eagles, the, like there's all this like great stuff going on and Big Dick Nick, congratulations. And on the other side of that is like HQ getting invested in by some awful dude in Scott Rogowski like saying he has a small dick. Yeah. This is, is that how it always turns out? Is, is, is there a correlation here? I don't think so. Uh, I, think, I think this is how eugenics starts. Yeah. <laughs> right. I broke Danica. Danica's oh, no. gone. Jesus. Uh, I'm just I asking just, the Super here, briefly. All. I'm just... Oh, joining me today. Let's start at the top. <laughs> Danica, Herod, Danielle wow. Rando. I did it right. Uh, Patrick Klepik. Live oh. from Chicago via video. Hi. We, did you we, know Kanye and Kim's uh, so new mad. baby's name is Chicago? Is it really? Is yeah. it? Yeah, if you didn't watch this. Kylie's pregnancy video, oh wow, you should because you. it made me cry. Did it? Oh. Yeah, I've as a person who has never wanted kids, I'm ready. You now you're ready to oh. go. <laughs> oh wow! What would your kid's name be? Would it be a different uh, city? Yeah, probably a city. Petaluma. <laughs> Petaluma. Herod. <laughs> Ronert Park Herod, like like oh, some what? some town near my hometown. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Uh, I just want to shout out to Philadelphia Eagles. I, if you listen to this podcast, you heard me months ago saying, oh, I've started following football again because my team has been doing well. And I, <laughs> I, it's OK that I'm a hypocrite because sometimes you're a hypocrite. But then like a week after that, I talked about how bad it was that my good, good quarterback Carson Wentz got very, very hurt. And uh, uh, he got very, very hurt. And I thought it was the end of the season. But Nick Foles came in and – did a good job and no, no Nick Foles came in and sucked for three games he did suck he had to find his footing <laughs> he had to he's, learn let, he's... let the sports guy talk Patrick's the sports guy <laughs> Listen, he was bad he, he was, was bad. bad Austin he was bad but then what we learned bad. is he's just good in the playoffs and he's like incredibly good in the playoffs <laughs> so his postseason numbers are incredible and he, he carried us all the way there we beat Tom Brady the the beast is fell. Fuck Tom Brady. Oh, Fuck Tom we're Brady. We're gonna get email. Last time I said that on a podcast, we we're got gonna, it. don't worry. We're gonna get some emails. Hey, hey, my, Patriots yeah. fans, eat shit. Oh my eat god, shit. I'm gonna get some some good emails from my countrymen. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Country- the, bus, the fellow Bostonians. My, my countrymen are very upset right now. They're eating a lot of sad Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah, They've had five I mean, of these also. in eighteen years or something. Pass it around. Let people. As you know. Tom Brady, sit down. That's that's all. That's sit all. Down. Like sit down and sit. and throw your fucking maga hat. Sit down out. with your fucking maga hat. Take <laughs> a shit in that first, then eat it. 
Whoa. Throw it no, out. no, no. Hey, the oh only sh- the only shit eating is happening in Philadelphia. <laughs> I saw. Okay, I want to make sure. I saw that. Did you see that? I do. Do I want to know about? I did. It's so much it. worse than you it, even think it is. It's just literally what you think it is. Too. <laughs> That's like a bunch all of, it is. There's a bunch of people sitting around in a circle, being like, "Eat it, eat it, eat it," and a guy like kneels down on the ground and just eats horse shit. The poop, like Napoleon Dynamite. But just does it for real. Yeah, he just does it. Oh, wait, that wasn't Napoleon Dynamite. That was another movie with uh, Will Ferrell that I'm thinking of. Anyway, <laughs> speaking school? of movies. Maybe it was old school. Yeah. What, speaking, speaking of movies. Of movie. I haven't watched Cloverfield yet. Oh, Cloverfield was announced. <laughs> Patrick, are you feeling are you feeling mad or sad that you haven't gotten to it yet? No, I had uh, – well, <laughs> that would, that would, that would uh, require me throwing my wife under the bus. So I'm going to say <laughs> oh. I'm uh, my wife made a bunch of wonderful food for the Super Bowl yesterday, and I'm excited to watch Cloverfield tonight. <laughs> I have a piece on that. It's, it's cooking. It's, it's cooking? actually fully cooked. It's, it's like scheduled for tomorrow. But Patrick's morning. not allowed to look at it. I'm for spoilers. not. He's not allowed to look at it. Good. Because spoilers, reasons, and spoilers. Yes, <laughs> I didn't watch anything about the Super Bowl. All I saw was that kid, the picture of the kid with the phone. Who's the kid? And I saw a bunch of stuff oh, happening with Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake's fashion <laughs> game was way off. It was way off point. He was. There are so many good jokes. I'm not even going to dig into them. Just go on the internet. Mm-hmm. He did like a full camo like. Suit and suit on. He's from the woods. Suit now. and tie, like from- no tie, because his shirt was a button-up <laughs> I know, shirt. I know, with like an elk or a moose or a deer on it. Okay, it's like screen printed on a button-up like dress shirt. And he came out with like a black leather jacket with like frills, and then halfway through, he's like, "I gotta class this up." It's and like he took mix- that off and okay. put on the camo the like big tweed buck suit. Hunter outfit. Yes. yes, yes. You know how Migos was like going for like the Revenant in their T-shirt uh-huh. video. This uh-huh. is like Justin like taking it one step further. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. He's he's like I said on Twitter, like, <laughs> absolutely auditioning to be a Far Cry Five mid mid game mm-hmm. boss. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, Fair. it's been it's been mostly been video games around these parts. Besides sports, I know we're a big sports podcast normally, I but. Don't- I don't care about sports, so. I will big sport. Thank you for committing to the bit. Thank you. Thank you for committing <laughs> hard to the satirical bit. Uh, well, how y'all do you feel re- about Yaopita? Oh, the the anime? Yeah. Oh, the Viking anime? Yes. I never watched it. Oh. I hear it's good. It's really good. <laughs> Did you I see? I do an anime thing. You do an anime thing. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. It's good a Viking job. anime. I'm proud of myself. Did you see that the mm-hmm. actual Olympics had like a Yuri on Ice style yes. intro for yes. one of the very ice good. skaters? Very that was very good. good. Very good. Um, good. Y'all been playing video games that I am interested about. Um, I, where should I? Should we start in Japan or in? I don't know where Dendara. Brazil. Is it Brazil? Oh yeah, Brazil. Totally. It's made by. Is, is Dendara made by? It is made by Long Hat House, which is a Brazilian team. Is, I don't know uh, what city, but but somewhere in Brazil, I know they are Brazilian. It's Dendara. Can you spell it? Dendara. D A N D A R A. Which which there's an actual Brazilian connection there as well. Just in case you're interested, I am. because. Uh, Dandara de Palmares was a fighter and liberator of slaves in 17th century Brazil. Hell and yeah. this game is inspired by her legacy. So this is like, we're in the middle of like a row of really pretty looking, really difficult looking 2D. Yeah, Iconoclast isn't really difficult, okay. but it, it has its moments, I think. Right, right, right. Celeste definitely <clears throat> is difficult, and yeah. then Dandara is... Dandara is also is, hard? Well, I guess I should say this about it. Uh, if we're going into Dandara, unless you want to... Let's, talk, let's start yeah, with we're Dandara. Okay. We're, we're in it. All right, we're in it now. We're all in Now Brazil. that I've talked about uh, the real-life person. Okay, so it is a Metroid Souls-like, is what it is. Okay. So it is... 2D, again, 2D pixel art, okay. very, very beautiful, very funky-looking, very colorful. The music is amazing. Uh, and the important points here are definitely that is uh, a 2D game where you don't traverse normally. You're actually just sort of bouncing up and bouncing down. Okay. You are warping to platforms. You're so never you're like, walking. You're never running. You're like drawing a line and then – Yes. Do you just... Or you're sort of aiming yourself and flinging yourself. Okay. At, it's almost like a slingshot kind of motion. Mm-hmm. And you're constantly flinging yourself at different sort of areas that it you can stick really onto. It looks really like kinetic. Very. Very, very, especially once you get the hang of it and you're right. sort of flinging yourself around. You're also shooting, and it's a 2D game. It's very Metroid-y uh, in terms of, like, the moment-to-moment gameplay. You're typically puzzling, exploring, and sort of shooting bad guys in also, these massive levels. you're playing this, like, lady with a big fro and a dope, that's, like, scarf. That's Dandara. That's her. She's dope. Yeah, she's that's amazing. She's very good. She's very good. Yes. She's one of my favorite parts of the game. I think she's great. The story is also really wonderful. It's very subtle, and it's it's very, like, funky and sort of, you know, broad strokes is there is the salt, 
Uh-huh. Which is a mystical thing. We in- all know it. We all know about salt. We all know about We got salt at this table right here. Uh, <laughs> it's like this magical force. It's a sort of post-apocalypse, but it's also actually sort of like not really post-apocalypse. Bad things are still happening. Mid-apocalypse. Yeah, mid-apocalypse. <laughs> Dandara is, is going to try to save people and liberate people. There's like a whole thing about liberation and occupation awesome. going on, which is very cool. But it's in a very like fantasy kind of setting like people there are like giant people and monsters and aliens mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff i really like that about it uh so in moment to moment gameplay it kind of looks like and, and feels a, a lot like a metroid game with that different movement with that sure. much quirkier kind of movement however the actual progression of the game is 100 percent souls so, so like, whenever you kill an enemy you yeah. get salt which is souls that's gotcha. also how you upgrade yourself you know Hearts. What are those upgrades? Is it, yeah, is it just like more HP and like more, more HP, damage? More uh, sort of your healing items will do more each time. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is a once you unlock sort of after the first major boss, you unlock like special weapons, so you upgrade those. It's much simpler than a Souls game, but it, the progression kind of works the same. Is the is the are the healing items like SS flasks where you just like get a bunch of them or and they yes recover? every time you go to a campfire. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, cool. Exactly. So it is and like, it's literally a campfire. You wow. go to campfires. Okay, sure. Uh, and then of course once you go to a campfire. Fire, all the enemies respawn okay. around you. What are you playing on? Is this I'm playing this Switch. on the Switch, yeah. Okay, actually. Cool. And I'm playing it with the Pro Controller. There are also touchscreen controls, which I haven't tried oh, yet. I've never used touchscreen yeah, controls ever. on the Switch. Uh, Darkest Dungeon had some, but I never fuck with them in any way. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the thing that happens. Uh, there's also an iOS version, so I assume they optimized it for oh, touch as well. Weird. So, okay. Huh. A lot of stuff going on there. Um I have complicated feelings about this game because I really, really, really love the exploration, the sort of Metroid-y parts of it. But when you get to a boss encounter, it becomes like a pure Souls game. You're just grinding against that boss, grinding against the boss, Mm. grinding against the boss. And unlike in Souls, where you kind of, depending on the area you're in, it's a little bit easier to kind of grind a little bit and sort of level up. This game does not really have that. You can kind of do that, but low-level enemies give you barely anything. So by the time you're, like, once you're a few levels in, it's, like, useless. They'll give you, like, four salt. Right. And you need ten thousand. And the only way you so. get that many is by beating the bosses. By beating the boss. So there's Ooh. there's kind of a running into a wall issue. Are there here. is it so you described it as being a Metroidvania, so yes. I have like a couple of things, questions. Yeah. One is like, are there multiple paths that you could be going down? So like is there ever a situation where you're like, ooh, I just shouldn't be fighting this boss right now. I should go find another boss to fight. Yes and no. I'm at a point right now where there might be another boss to fight. Okay. Where I came up against the worst problems was actually the first major boss. And I had okay. no problems with any enemies or any mid-bosses or anything like that. And there are enemies and mid-bosses <laughs> and stuff. It it just – there is a difficulty spike that is like through the roof at sort of the first boss, um, which sucks a little bit. I'm on another boss now where I'm having the same problem. Right. So I am kind of going around and seeing if there's another path. But one of the other paths is so obviously difficult and out of my league that that doesn't seem like a viable option. Right. Which is a little uh right uh which is it's a little bit disappointing for me as somebody who really really likes exploring and really loves a good uh a, a game with like an interesting world to look at yeah. and there's a ton of like nooks and crannies and oh if i try this ability here or if i try this thing here it pretty much always rewards that right uh and it's like a really beautiful world have you really unlocked evocative. more like abilities and stuff like that yeah uh, it, it, again, it's very simplified. Like it's you know, at the after the first boss, you unlock like a very key new ability gotcha. that allows you to get around further. So it does have that sort of Metroid <clears throat> element to the progression as well. Uh, it's so beautiful, and I want to play more, but I am definitely like hitting my head against uh, the boss in, right. in a way that like doesn't feel quite in tune with the rest of the game. It yeah. does feel like there's an imbalance here. And this is out this sure. week, right? This is out, like, tomorrow? It is out on Tuesday. Yes, cool. it's out tomorrow. I'm very curious about it. Like, we've had a lot of conversations lately. Like, I know, Patrick, you're actually filing a piece sometime this week on the Celeste difficulty. Is it the Celeste one that you're... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Celeste is, one, you know, one of the other sort of, like, challenging platformers that's out uh, sort of, like, you know, this early 2018 period. And um, it... Uh, the, the way it doesn't have, like, a difficulty slider, you know, in some games or an easy, medium, hard or, or something like that, uh, the way Celeste handles uh, sort of, like, its shades of difficulty is it kind of puts it in the hand of the player in two different ways. Like, one is that there is, like, sort of the authored designer, like, here is the path, and then they introduce a couple of vari- uh, variants, which is, like, the collectibles in the game, the strawberries, are... Totally optional. The game tells you the strawberries don't unlock anything. Mm-hmm. They're not required for anything. It is just 
do you want to do some more challenging platforming tasks based on like what you've been playing so far? Then cool, like try and get these strawberries. Um, you can collect uh, something called B-Sides, which is opens up a whole second section of levels that are basically like, hey, were these levels too easy? Do you want to get fucked? Well, then like play these B-Sides. And then on top of that, there are secret... If you complete a B-Side, you get a heart. And then at the end of the game... Uh, there is an optional sort of challenge section that require hearts in order to unlock. Oh, and interesting. Those stages, like, you're already fucked by the previous <laughs> ones, and this one, like, fucks you, like, twice as hard. Like, they're <laughs> really... <laughs> a lot. It's bad. Uh. Um, and it really flips the mechanics and, like, stretches them in, like, really, uh, like... Just ways that the the, the 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 mainline game does not do, and so there's there's that part where it's just like, hey, if you want to, if the game's not tough enough for you, like here are some other things you can engage with to challenge yourself, and like that is one hundred percent up my alley. But the that slider only goes in one direction, which is in, in making the game harder. Right. And so uh, the designer Matt Thorson, who uh, I spoke with about this assist mode in the game, which uh, like has this like really nice, pleasant text associated with it that says like, hey. This isn't the way the game is meant to be played, but if for some reason that you are having trouble with a section, you a particular chapter in the mechanics associated with, don't work with your fingers in a way that like you are finding frustrating and you still want to see more of the game, uh, you can turn off death. You can turn off... Uh, you can add additional dashes so you can get through uh, jumps easier. Um, right. You can turn off the stamina meter. Um, and so you can kind of granularly change like maybe there's a specific aspect of the game that you're having trouble like like the stamina part of the game uh is where you're holding on to a ledge and eventually the game is going to kick you off that ledge you're not allowed to just like sit there for five minutes waiting for like the exact sequence to line up but if what if you if that's what you want to do the game says okay great you can turn that on it doesn't punish you for the achievements if you want it it's you can still get all the achievements even though you've like tweaked the game in a direction that makes it more palatable to what you want to play and so we i talked with matt about that sort of aspect of the game and like, cause this question comes up a lot with like authorial intent yeah. and like, what does it mean to like, you know, undermine a game, even though we never had this conversation during like <laughs> the era of cheat codes in video right. games when like nobody thought it was like a big deal. If you undermine what was quote unquote, the correct way to play the totally. game. And it's interesting cause Matt, the way Matt pitches it, he's like, he's like, yeah, like this breaks the game. This is not how I want people to play the game. But he said that after Cuphead came out and he saw a lot of conversations around that game where, uh, people had different reasons they wanted to play that game. A lot of re- people wanted to play Cuphead because of the art. Right. And the shooting part was, like, fine, but not necessarily the reason they were there. They just really, really wanted to see, like, the sprawling, like, incredible animation that had been put into the, the to, this, to this game. And to him, he said, well, okay, like, that's a totally legitimate reason to want to play the game, and it would suck if you can't play the game. And while Cuphead did have something called a simple mode, the simple mode removed mechanics from the game and sections of, like, levels from the game. So, like, that didn't solve the problem. You just couldn't see the game if you were... And so it felt like you were being punished for the very reason you're trying to play it in the first place. So, you know, he he, it's there as a way of trying to give players more options. And uh, I think it's really fascinating. So, yeah, there's a piece that go up this week that kind of, like, him talking about as a designer having to let go of the concept of authorial intent and presenting a version of the game that is, here's what how I, I want you to experience it, but if you'd like to take it from there and go do something else, like, hey, that's, like, on you, like, go have right. fun. Right. I think it's interesting. We've we've come back to this topic so many times over the last couple of months between uh, between now Celeste and, and its mode. We've talked about uh, Wave the Passive Wave the Fist, passive fist yeah. which is similar in that there's yeah. lots of variables that you can adjust in different ways. You're like, oh, this is how the, I want the enemy attack timing to be. This is how many enemies I want to have on screen at once. Um, to, you know, even talking about, you, you just read about Thimbleweed Park last week and its casual mode, which is much simpler. That's not like a oh, bunch yeah. of variables that you're tinkering around with, but Uh, We should take a quick break. We will be right back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
this notion of accessibility or, you know, accessibility is a tough word because we, I, as someone who writes about video games, I want to reserve it to some degree for what we mean by accessible being about um, uh, controls and and color blindness and, and like, you know, kind of disability, More like physical, physical, physical disability, stuff like that. But I, but I. I do think that there is this other sense of, of accessibility that we also talk about, which is like, hey, what if this is a game? What if I'm what if I'm 50 and I haven't played a game since Donkey Kong? What if I'm seven and I'm just getting into games? Mm-hmm. What if I'm just not very good at games? What if I'm 22 and also <laughs> I've never, I, for whatever reason, I've just never gotten good with games? Uh, and and that type of accessibility, that that other type of accessibility, if it even is another type, because I'm not like firm on that necessarily. Um, I I. I think that having those conversations more and more has been really fascinating because there is such a a complex intersection between authorial intent and like our desire to, as fans of things, engage with a work the way that we think that the author wanted us to engage with it. Also, but also as like compassionate individuals, and also individuals who often have trouble with things and have a limited amount of time, like to be able to adjust a game to fit our needs is like mm-hmm. a totally viable and and acceptable desire to have, I feel I like. I will always appreciate that. Yeah. As somebody who just sucks at games. Like, I, it's fine. Same. I suck. It's fine. Like, right. I, I know I'm good at other things in life, but Hey, so helps. here's a here's a question. Uh, yeah. So, Danica, because I think this ties into Monster Hunter. Yes, 100%. Like, in an interesting way. Yes. Because, Danica, I was, uh, because of the way you've talked about, like, the kinds of games you play, like, the way you play games, like, when you were asking if you you should get into Monster Hunter, like, my initial impulse was to say, like, like no, like I don't like right. I, I was afraid that wasn't going to be a game for yeah. you, and yet you have seemed to have gotten into it and you're enjoying it. So as someone that like considers themselves not good at games and Monster Hunter, which is not a game that at any point says like, <laughs> "Hey, we're going to ease the gas right. so that you can like figure it out." Like, how are you finding that game, and like how is that comparing relative to how you normally encounter games that like literally beat you over the head <laughs> with trying to understand how they work? Well, I think. Your your advice to me was if you have people to play with, then I think it's a good idea. And I have had I've mm. been playing with I've been playing with a person like the whole time since the start, so that's been like a huge help. I think I killed um, I hunted a uh, uh weren't you fighting an Anjanath? Yeah, you, but like I was the, not. The I was not fighting it by myself. I oh, haven't. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think I fought a giant Gyros by myself. Sure. And that's like the only thing that I've fought by is myself. Sna- like the snake, yeah, that's black like the lizard thing. And that I had a, scary as shit. And the thing is, is I had a really, a really, really, really hard time. The other person that I'm playing with is playing with a ranged weapon. Cool. Um, and and you're I'm up close. Playing, what are you playing with? I'm playing the Switch Axe. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Which is like super, Switch Axe super crew. Fun. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's just like. I tried out with Monster Hunter. I think a lot of the weapons that I was trying out, I was having a really hard time with. And and early on, I was complaining about the game. Like, um, I was complaining about the game, like, every single time that I played it. There were different things that I was just having a hard time with, and I was getting really frustrated. And then once I got a hang of the Switch Axe and and now can kick some serious ass with it, it's gotten to be way more fun. And now I know how to, like, now I know to, like, pick up, bombs before I go out so right. I can like set you know, them up and like yeah so we can like put the monster to sleep and then I can set them up and we can like blow a Diablo's horn off or something else. that's like so interesting to me because like Patrick and I haven't fucked with that stuff at all or very limitedly like we're just now dipping our toes into the notion of like setting up <laughs> bombs and stuff right. which is not there so this is the thing with Monster Hunter that's interesting is it does not it does have a low rank mode that you go through before you to the mm-hmm. high rank harder enemies but it's not like it has difficulty options you no, can't you yeah. can't say like oh can you just give me some extra armor or no, something everything's the same but there are so many there are so many ways in which and the thing is the game does a bad job of communicating this to you but there are ways in which you can invest time or make choices to make the the combat easier yeah, by bringing traps, by yeah. doing oh, all that. And, and I've also been just being normally in games with like uh, with item boxes that you have to keep organized and armor and weapons that you have to craft. It's just not that stuff isn't really for me. Right. Um, but with this game, I've just been spending a lot of like extra time and care with like, for example, when I fought the Anjanath, learning that the Anjanath was uh, resistant to fire. And right. so I switched my switch axe to like the water one. Right. And so my elemental damage was water and that was doing more it's damage like to him. It's like so wild that this game has gotten us to care about 
<laughs> elemental I, shit. Right. I, yeah. No, I have never. I, I tried to play. Show me the spreadsheet. I know. Oh, Patrick's wow. all into spreadsheets. Yeah, um, I, it's true. I okay. tried to play, was it 3, the first Monster Hunter that came out on 3DS. I tried right. to play that one. I honestly don't know the number, but yeah. what that one. And yeah. I'm friends with a person who is absolutely obsessed with the franchise, puts like, you know, 80 to 100 hours into each game. And I've tried in the past to get into it, and I just haven't been able to. But playing Monster Hunter World has just been a completely different experience, yeah. I think. And I think mainly because at first I was having some trouble with the multiplayer. You know, you have to like, in, especially in the story, you it's have to like hit a cut scene. It's bad. And then go back to camp or fire an SOS. And sometimes the SOS doesn't reach the person that you're uh-huh. partnered up with or whatever. Um, but once... That once I got the hang of that, then it was just like much better experience. It's wild too because there are certain choices I wish it was better at letting you know you had. So like, mm-hmm. uh, so a friend of mine, Jack DeKeet, uh freelancer for Waypoint, messaged me the other day and was like, um, he was like, "Hey, I have a Monster Hunter question. I just killed a bear off for the first time, and I've been finding the fights kind of tedious. I like all the systems and the machinery of the game, but when it comes to fighting a thing, it feels like fifteen minutes of just hitting hitting it repeatedly, and then it dies at some point. And my first question was, what weapon are you using? Patrick, do you want to guess which weapon he was using? Oh my god, he's using those goddamn he's dual using blades. The dual blades. And what I said was, <laughs> Patrick had this. Ah. I said, I said, which weapon are you using? He says dual blades. I go, that is literally the problem Patrick had. <laughs> dual blades is very simple, uh, but it, it's very good for learning things that aren't combat. I almost wish dual blades had a thing next to it that was like, hey, if what you want to learn about is like the structure of the game, going out on a hunt, coming back and dealing with crafting, right. dealing with all of the like the stuff around the the edges, bounties, investigations, and like, don't worry about the combat. You're going to show up to the combat. You're going to hit a thing for 15 minutes and it's going to die. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. There's not going to be complexity there. And then it would give you a pop-up that's like, hey, you're, you're getting – you got the hang of the bounties. You got the hang of the investigations. Maybe try out a different thing. So do you know All what right. I told him to do is I told him try out Hammer. Uh, Hell right? yeah. And so then, hammer bros. <laughs> exactly. This morning uh, he messaged me back and he just said, oh, Wow. The yeah. hammer, the hammer is a lot of fun. And then he linked me to a uh, 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 he posted an image from the GameFAQs form thread for hammer users. Um, and there's just an amazing exchange from people who use the the hammer here. I'm just gonna read it here. Uh, GameFAQs user Toxor says. When using hammer, use the big bang attack on the head to deal a lot of damage. Then Saru of Acheron says, follow the ABC rule with a hammer. Always be charging. And then Guillermo55 (laughs) says, use the level 2 charge on the hammer to uppercut the head. When the monster fall down, you bonk him real hard with the circle button thing. Like, yo, hammer seems good. (laughs) Honestly, hammer seems good. I think, really, I think, like, the enjoyment in Monster Hunter comes from finding that perfect weapon that you are like going to really enjoy because even like our friends our friends who we've been working on getting into the game and a lot of a a few of our friends have bought the game because of us like even Casey was having like a really Casey was like what what do I do to like feel better about this stuff you know but then Casey woke up this morning was like I'm committed to a bow for life (laughs) I like like that a lot about this game and I think it does fit into the the accessibility uh, conversation in an interesting way because the, it complicates the accessibility question for me. I mean, I think on one level, it's clear that they could be doing a much better job of becoming a, of, of having a better on ramp of, of onboarding new players uh, more easily and of anticipating the needs of, of players who've never played the series before or, or who who need certain accessibility options. One hundred percent. But also, and this is like such a weird thing with this is the fact that it's taken me this long is so much part of the joy. There was a, a Kotaku does the highlight reels every week mm-hmm. and last week one of the best ones in, in the highlight reel shout outs to, to, to Chris Person um, was someone cutting the, the tail oh, the, of a Rathian off with a bow right. from like 50 Wait, yards was away. Was the tail? For some reason I thought that was the... He said it was the head oh. I think because he's not playing that game. Oh. You can't fucking decapitate a dragon <laughs> in this yeah, game. Was, yeah, right. I was like, yo, it was what? The tail. It was the tail. Okay. I watched very closely. Yes. I watched frame by frame. Yes. That was a tail. Yes. Oh. Uh, it's a very head-like tail. Austin's on the case. I'm on the case, exactly. Yeah, Austin Walker, private, private mm-hmm. eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it's like, it was an incredible shot. And the thing that makes it so great is I can, in unlike something like Destiny. Destiny is like, I like Destiny. I put a lot of time into Destiny. But progress in Destiny looks like getting a better gun. Progress in Monster Hunter looks like shooting a fucking tail off a dragon at 50 yards <laughs> yeah. while it does a flip yes. in the air. Yes. And so yes. seeing yes. that, I could sense, and like, Danielle, I imagine this is how watching MMA is for you. I can sense the the uh, hours put into learning yeah. that weapon and figuring out the timing and like becoming, I mean, also luck is luck. Like you shoot a tail off a dragon, yes. yeah. give some of that up, you know, but like, I could sense the time and, and energy put into it because so much of the joy of this game is that it is not 
very kind to me and that I've had to like really climb this mountain. Um, and I think that there's like – there's something facile in me saying like, oh, just find the happy medium where you both get the game that takes you 50 hours to really learn and also make it easy to get on board. And like I stand by it but also I recognize that there is sort of a fence sitting there that, that I, I wish I was – I wish I was less comfortable doing that fence sitting, if that makes sense. I will say. Well, oh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna make a comment on one thing about the game that I like, uh, really, really dislike, and that I learned uh, just the other day when I finished the final, the final uh, low rank part of the story, the the final like Zora, Zora and Magdaros yeah. fight. That those those like weird. Big story mode, Ugh. like you're fighting Zora fight. <laughs> you're so bad. You can just not do anything, and it will bump you eventually to the cutscene. That's like, <laughs> there, we did it. We did it, gang. Wow. You know? it's, a, it's a team operation. The other hunters are there too. Shout outs to the fifth expeditionary yeah, fleet. Yeah, shout outs to, to Fiverr Bro or whatever. So, Daniel, they're like slurping yeah. a different fleet. So it's like, you know, first officer, second whatever. And the fifth, the people from the fifth expeditionary fleet are not called fifth whatever. They're called Fivers. <laughs> oh, no. So it's like, yeah, Fiverr yeah, Bro. There's a Fiverr Bro. Oh, boy. Who, and all he wants God. to do is eat. But oh, anyway, that. that yeah, tell me about it. we trust. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> that part, this, once I found out that, like, I didn't actually need to, like, get so confused about where I was yeah. going and what I needed to be doing, and I could have just stood there the whole time, I was pissed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. I wish those missions were better because they have the opportunity like it's cool to fight a giant 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 like island sized monster yeah but it sucks and like it's not actually good like it's on it's one of those things like on paper it doesn't matter it doesn't you don't have to do anything don't worry you can once you get a little bit further in you can grind that mission every it's like every three missions you complete it says like oh yeah you go fight zora magdaros again oh boy uh just to grind out those like i don't know it's Nada. wearing a hat this no, time. No <laughs> I fucking wish. Could you imagine? Could you have a fedora you... on that thing. Like... Oh my god! If you went in and just had like a big straw hat on, it was like. That'd be good. Oh my god! I, then I'd feel just as bad about. I've been I've been capturing like pretty much everything now because I'm just like, uh-huh. oh, this guy's running away from me. Like, <laughs> I would feel bad for Zora if he was wearing a hat. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, especially Danielle, a straw hat, you know. you know. Yeah, I feel like he's just With like a toothpick. In oh his my mouth. god, or like a piece of straw. He's just yeah, to like, live a, his like a banjo. Yeah, burn yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Burn that's that's yeah. how Zora plays the banjo. <laughs> What um, happens when a fiver attacks a, a nice guy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, whoever paid that fiver. That's what happens when the fiver bro gets hungry. Fiver bro gets exciting. hungry. He takes on the Zora Magdaros. He don't fuck around. I feel like that game is good. Uh, and also, one of the did you get this cutscene after that fight? Uh, after that second Zora Magdaros fight? Where they're like, we can all go home. Yes. Or, wink. <laughs> We don't have to go fucking anywhere. We live here now. No, and it's know, like, I know. y'all. I know. Come on. Oh. It's bad. It's rough. Uh, Some of the story elements are the thing The thing about like the Rotten Vale and all of that, like I was actually ki- kind of interested in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is actually kind of like right. a cool part. And like the reason that Zora needs to be driven away, that's like, cu- that's cool. But the way that they go I'm about still, telling that, I'm, I'm still like, not sure it's cool. Because uh, like their whole thinking was, all right, so we're going to spoil very minor fucking Monster Hunter thing, which is like... I was going to say, it's Monster Hunter. Zora Magdaros is a big dragon. Yeah. It's going to come die at this place. Yeah. And at when it does, mail. bad things are going to happen. And oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, and so yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. can't let it do that. We're not done here yet. And like... Oh, is that what it is? It's like, it's going to go bad for the whole environment. Like, everybody's right. going to get fucked up because right, of the way it's right, going right, to die. Right, right, right. But like... There is this weird line drawing about like what is uh, what nature is allowed to be nature and what nature you need to interfere with. Right. And they don't ever give you the argument that's like, well, sometimes we have to make the case. Sometimes we have to decide when to step in to defend nature from nature. They never even try to do that no, really. They, don't. they yeah, just they go don't. like, well, if it destroys everything, like our whole outpost will be destroyed. Like, <laughs> yeah, who cares, dog? Like, sometimes an old dragon got to die. Your stack of books is going to be destroyed. Yeah, sorry. Oh, boy. I, I get it. You want to learn about the fucking paratoad or whatever. But anyway, but I, I like Monster get, I did get a little. I, I did get a little bit emotional when, like, they were standing up in the Rotten Vale. Yeah. And, like, they're like, oh, it's raining life. Like, that line. Uh, you fucked was, you up. Uh, no, not really. I, I laughed at it. But, like, that whole message was, like, good, you know. <laughs> it's a good message. Yeah, yeah life, life from death. Um, Danielle, we got to get you to at least play, try this game a little bit more. 
I want to. I want you to sit in here on a Monday and, yeah. and just like watch. Just them. watch these. Yeah. We should just do like a show off all the weapons and have you figure out which one you like. Okay. Yeah. I, I can, can find... definitely judge some weapons. You yes. can have pets in your room. And See, that's exciting. You can. Pet oh god, them. you can pet them. That's really exciting. And there's a pig that runs around in the. I know the pig. Poogie. Yeah. Poogie. Poogie. It's a poogie. Mine is named Poogle because I misread it and I decided. That one's name is Poogle. Okay. I see. That's fair. Um, I know a friend of the show, Amanda Cosmos, yeah. named her palico after my calico. Oh. Koga. Mine's name is Bridesmaid. And my husband's oh. name is Happily Married. Good. Calico. Yeah. Yeah, wait, it's wait, your wait, palico, wait, wait. calico. Oh. Yep. Oh, we're having a moment. <laughs> I hadn't. I can't believe this. <laughs> I is my pal, Echo. You I didn't, love cats. I do. I don't know shit about cats. Cats are your pals. I love cats. Yeah. But you just didn't realize that. I 100% had no okay. idea why it was called a cal- oh. calico. Okay. All right. Well. well. I don't, I don't, I go, why are you called a human? Like, I don't fucking care. Is, wait, is there human. like a reason? Is that like two words put together? Human. Yeah. It's like a huge man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's, that's why we're all called. Just ask Nick Foles. Um, <laughs> hey, I just want to—I want to just uh, quickly on the accessibility yes. thing. Uh, uh, so, although we've conflated that term a couple of times while while talking about this game, uh, I was uh, reading uh, this story from uh, a uh, fan of Monster Hunter who a uh, phantom monster. Oh, and, a fan of. It's a fan of phantom monster hunter. Uh, a fan of Monster Hunter who uh, 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 is disabled, and he actually like praised uh, Monster Hunter World as being like, a deeply accessible awesome. game in that exact sense, um, where like even like uh, controls like clicking the sticks, which do you know specific tasks like running and things like that, are like remappable right. or have alternative functions. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, there were um, he was specifically uh, calling out that like he can't use like every weapon because certain ones just don't work with you know his particular circumstance. But that he was able to find such as the hammer, an, a good all around weapon that more people should use in that game. Uh, that he was able to to play it and is getting really awesome. into it. So like I just wanted to at least tip a hat to the game that using when we use the term accessible, it also seems like it is accessible in that respect uh, okay, as well. Very cool. Nice. Sorry, I, I'm over here. I was about to fall into a real bad trap of looking into the word human, but I wound up on a site called Truth Seekers, okay. and I'm not. I'm just going to close this. I don't need to see. <laughs> you don't seek the truth? Uh, no, this thing has shit like the true Bible at the very top. Oh, I'm just going to close no. this. Oh, no. And just if you know what the word human means, you, you write us in like what the oh, etymology God. is. I'm very curious. Oh, I mean, we know it means huge man, but if you could but expand if you have a on second, that a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, if you could make that even huger, that would yeah. be great. <laughs> Um, what else are people playing? Speaking of huge men. I'm playing Yakuza 6. Speaking yeah, of huge yeah. men. Is there anyone bigger than Kiryu? Than, <laughs> than, no, no one bigger. Especially Kiryu is like a 50-year-old man. Yeah. There's just no one bigger than He that. just gets bigger with each ear he's, he puts on. His ass Whoa. is huge in this game. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I'm sorry, but he's wearing like tight white pants. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, whatever. Tell me I about Yakuza. Wait, you, you were allowed to talk about Yakuza 6. I can talk about Yakuza 6. So I just started it. I played up through. Uh, I told myself I was going to wait because mm-hmm. um, I'm going to. S- yeah, I'm going to start streaming uh, Yakuza 2 through 5 starting Sick. this week. Um, and I wanted to get that done before Yakuza 6. And now that the game got pushed back a month, I actually probably just, can. That's just like someone's about to give you a mansion. And you're like, I got to build five houses first. I got to build five progressively bigger I houses. I play them in order because I get it. when I started playing Yakuza 6, obviously I was spoiled on some stuff from the previous yeah. games, which isn't a big deal to me because I don't really care that much about spoilers. But... Um, Yakuza does have, like, a website where you can, like, read comics and, like, get up to date on the story. I just didn't do that. But uh, Yakuza 6, of what I'm playing of it so far, I think they're still working on the game. So I'm, like, playing, like, a demo version. Yeah, like Um, a preview build or or whatever. Yeah. And it is just, like, the same Yakuza, but they've improved, like, so much stuff as far as the controls go. Can you, like, talk about the very basic setup? You're playing as Kiryu in the first chapter? Okay. yeah, and and spoilers for Yakuza incoming, so go feel free to just turn turn that stop listening. Early early Yakuza early Yakuza, six. Yakuza early Yakuza six. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm only done with chapter one, but um, basically in Yakuza five at the end of Yakuza five something happened. Kiryu goes to jail again. Yo, you know, Kiryu loves to be in jail. I guess he's always fucking locked up. Um, he's locked up, and Haruka, uh, his former the the woman he was in love with. Uh, her daughter, who he is now caring for, right? Is He's watching... not in love with Haruka, to be yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's uh, watching over the orphanage that Kiryu opened up, and uh, 
partway through his like jail sentence, she's like, oh, I, I need to leave because I need to like support him and whatever. And she like leaves the orphanage. And In someone else's hands? Or no, just... she just leaves. What? I think, I think All the babies like, die? I think she's like six. I don't. She's a teenager at this point. Okay. She's like quit being an idol so she could support her like Yakuza dad, basically. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fucking um, real right there. That's yeah. that real shit. That is real. And so she leaves and Kiryu gets back from jail and he's like looking for her and something has happened to her. She's in the hospital and then you're introduced to like some. Right now we just got introduced to a baby who we believe is Haruka's. Okay, so know. you're basically just like catching up with Kiryu's life. There has not been like the big in hook. This, and the, the the wild, wild thing about this game is, like, so far, usually the first chapter of a Yakuza game, it's, like, what evil, like, yeah. plot line, what, what scary man is, like, coming right. to hear you? And what in this, tower, it's just like, what explosives, what yeah. money has gone missing or whatever. Yeah, in, in 6, it's just, like, oh, yeah. Kiryu is like a basically a dad, and like he gets home to the orphanage, and all the kids come running up to him, and he's like, "You've all gotten so big," and like he gives the baby a bottle, and I'm like, "Damn, I wish you were my dad." (laughs) No, I love my dad, but like also, I wish Kiryu was my dad. Um, You can have two dads. Yeah, that's right, true. Right, a family that's can true. be one dad and one video game dad. dad that's yes, right. Yes. Um, that's right. But they've tons of the controls are improved. Like um, <clears throat> you move around like much smoother. You can like you're coming right from I'm Kiwami. Coming from Kiwami, yeah. Right, so you play so through zero, zero and Kiwami, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you could click through dialogue faster. Like everything looks better. Everything feels better. Not faster, but smoother. Like you can. Uh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, I can ignore this story. <laughs> da, 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 da. Give me more dad butt. They added a lot of stuff. <laughs> they added a lot of stuff that I think is gonna like really appeal to Yakuza fans. That's just like goofy. Like the uh, when you're learning to fight, instead of some like annoying menu popping up that you have to click through, you get a text message. Oh, cool. Um, and like the tips line is texting you, and you can respond to it with like stickers. Yeah, you and, showed me like a phone <laughs> interface that looked incredible. Yeah, it's like a it's like a little cell phone and the menu is a cell phone and um yeah, I haven't gotten that far but I've already gotten into some fights and I think I'm a, I play on easy because like I whatever I play on easy on all of the yakuza games cuz I suck at games. Um and the fights have been more challenging than in previous games so far. Um but it's I'm excited for it. Nice. I'm nice. going to play through chapter 4, which is where like the preview ends and mm-hmm. then um, then you're gonna, the, and then I'm going to go back. Okay, yeah. so you're not going to commit to this one no, right now. No, no, no. I'm going to try. I'm not curious. To. I'm That's the thing. Is you're in you chapter four. You're going to be like, I got to know what happens I with know. whatever bullshit is happening in this Yakuza with game. Oh my god! And then there's a part before Kiryu goes to jail where he was in the hospital, and there's this scene where where uh, Majima is just like standing in the hallway, like oh, waiting word. for him, and the cops come up and they're like, "Is Kiryu in here?" And Majima's like, "What do you want with Kiryu Chan?" I'm excited for more Majima. Are they in love? Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, it's complicated. It's like complicated. I think, right. I think that I think that Kiryu and Nishiki were were in love, and and uh, Nishiki is no longer part of the game. And I wish that he was because they. I really believe that they were in love. Well, you're deeply, deeply, deeply. Yeah. I want to say I think mm. Kiryu has a lot of love in his life. All said, oh, a hundred percent. And so I think Majima fits into that picture. And I just Kiryu I want to know absolute like. Kiryu is like the the poly, <laughs> yeah. the poly yeah. dad who is everyone's husband, uh-huh. who is uh like doesn't really know anything about sex, but like yeah, he'll Stumbles you know take a girl out and like he'll he'll do his best, you know. He does his best. He does I think his that's best, fair. and everybody loves him for good reason. That's when is that out? That just got delayed, right? It that got actually... delayed to like April fifteenth. Its original that's... release date was March twentieth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got pushed back almost a month. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, I checked and it gave me the Japanese release, and that's not really well, what I want. And there's a, but there is a demo coming out soon. They just announced the demo's that there's also out February 25th or February 20th. That one sounds of those right. Days. One of the end of February, and, and then, then launching March 20th. No, March 20th was the original. They pushed oh, it back to right. April. Oh, right. You're right. April 17th. 17th. Yeah. So you'll 17th. be able to you'll be able to like port your demo into the oh that's final sick. Game. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I love yeah, it when a demo like, does that. The games I think already played like so smoothly. Zero and Kiwami, and they were so fun. And I love the combat, and I love everything. But six feels like an improvement, which I was very surprised about because nice. I'm like, how could you improve like how these games feel? Uh, but they did. And there's a cat cafe in six. Oh, oh so my god! You can run a cat cafe. Oh yeah. word! Yes. That's so exciting. Yes. That was yeah. that would be all I would do. Maybe I could yeah. finally yeah. learn more about cats, which I love. <sighs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Great. All your Palicos in one All place. of them. All of them. All right. Let's go to the question <laughs> to the bucket. question bucket. <laughs> what was that? You Maybe look I looked at, at the clock. You look at the, I know. I have a clock right here. I can see the clock. That's wanna, fine. I'm not looking at your computer. Oh, God damn. Clocks. Go to the question bucket. If you have a question, you can send it to gaming at vice.com. Use the subject question. Okay. What's happening? Someone, there was a someone face. Like peeked there in was a face. Someone just right peeked in through the blinds, yeah, yeah. which is a weird a thing. a very small face. I hope it was whoever wrote this question. He's like, are they going to answer my question or not? <laughs> This one comes in. If you have a question, uh, gamingadvice.com, use the subject question. We'll see it and maybe we'll, we'll use, pull it from the bucket and, and use it. This one comes in from Adam from Washington, the state, who okay. says, Highway Point, since you all get a lot of uh, heavy questions, I wanted to ask something more lighthearted. Are there any genres you'd like to see brought together? This could be just game genre like racing and character action or something outside of games like Latin American magical realism and computer RPGs. Personally, I'd like to see a unity of souls and shock because apparently I'm a walking stereotype. And the combination of Fargo-style hijinks, see Fiasco or Sub Rosa, uh, and this kind of emergent storytelling, particularly the kind you see in Dwarf Fortress and a lot of grand strategy games. That's a lot of things to combine at once. What about you, Waypoint? What's what's your dream, like, meets, meets, meets? I like how Danielle's playing, like, a Metroidvania meets souls. Yep. Yeah, like, right <laughs> yeah, now. Sure and that's yeah. not the dream, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not the yeah. dream. Parts of it are definitely the dream. Parts of it are the nightmare. So, you know, we right. got a little bit right. of both right there. Shout out to Meek Mill. Uh, continue. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. I to Dreams of Night for intro. Doing that. To that keep going. Appreciable. Uh, I really would love, uh, because I'm a big old dork, I really would love things uh, that take, like, favorite things that I enjoy in one type of media and, like, making a really good game based off of it. <laughs> I want a open world slash... Uh, dating sim Ooh. game based in the world of Lost Girl, which is a trashy as hell, like sci-fi <laughs> original series about a bisexual succubus who needs to have sex with men and women to live. Okay. That's that, the game I want. I mean, if that I, ain't relatable. I, I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's out there. I bet some fans could point you in some direction. Yeah. I bet. Please, if I'm not saying it's relatable, someone's going to say it's relatable. It's relatable. It's very you know, relatable. Might you. as well lead with, with whatever. I got you. What's yours then, Danica? I don't know. It would have to be some like open world adventure game mixed with some like, I don't know, like... Oh, platforming? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Like that. that sounds good. I'm... Bring my, bring my like. I thought, I thought your answer was just going to be like Yakuza seven, eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> oh, oh, awesome. Kawami. Awesome. Actually, can we get Kawami two, three, four? <laughs> like first? in one game, yeah, yeah, and then you can actually yes. catch yes. up. That's mm-hmm. good. Dating sim with just Kiryu and Majima. Yeah, that sounds good as hell. Honestly, <laughs> the options are limited, but there's a lot of depth. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm, I, I kind of want to go at this like the other way, which is like. I want games that are like pull away parts of the genre to reveal some other genre inside of it. So like, you know, like GTA, which is like, oh, it's open world and it has like a billion things. Yeah. I want like GTA, but like all you do is deliver pizzas and like just build a game <laughs> around that pizza delivery guy's <laughs> life. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't I don't need gun? to shoot anybody. Like, like, he doesn't do need have to have it? a gun. There could be a gun in there. Okay, here's He's my shaking idea. I've had, up some I've sort this... of really hard, and that's like a gun. That's no, close I enough. want that game to have a gun in it. I said this for for Watchdogs. I think Watchdogs would have been like a really good game if halfway through someone gave you a gun and they were like all right and like yo i've never killed anybody before in my fucking life and like have that be a plot thing so yes i think pizza delivery sim 2018 at like hour six (laughs) your boy shows up and he's like yo but what they no did to Horatio was terrible. Oh, okay, but take this okay. piece. There's still some like dramatic yeah. shit going. Life on. is dramatic, right? Right. Pizza. Have pizza you talked to someone who delivers pizza? No. Oh uh, yes. Okay, but like think about like the pizza delivery game where like you are meeting people, you're delivering pizzas, you're opening the door, you're getting like a peek into what their life is like, mm-hmm. and you're like, yo, there's some fucked up shit happening like in this house. Like immersive pizza delivery. Immersive pizza delivery. Okay. Seventeen ninety nine, please. <laughs> and then they don't tip you, and you're like, yo, okay, I see how it is. You have to get it, Ron. <laughs> And you leave. What about pa- you, Patrick? Patrick, how about you? <laughs> so, I mean, it's a boring answer because I think when we've answered this before, but I, I refuse to give up the, the sci-fi 
from yeah, software yeah. to uh, the Souls yes. game. That is my that's my go to. I need to come up with a new answer because that's just always my answer until they <laughs> until they answer the question. Until they, they fucking the do the thing. Listen, Patrick, we've got an yeah, Eagles Super Bowl this year. We can get a sci fi Souls yes. game. Mm-hmm. We can yeah. do it. Yeah, why yeah, why not? <laughs> we, we can, what if they hey, go back let's, what let's, if the at E three the the teaser that uh-huh. they showed before with the like the yes. weird like fantasy script and like all that blood bone, bone thing, yeah. And then it just like a fucking mech foot just steps on all that shit and it zooms out <laughs> and it's like yo there was a fantasy world and then sci-fi shit invaded it yep. and the mechs are fighting ninjas it's a whole thing oh wow oh I wish God. I wish people would see Patrick's face <laughs> he's so excited he's just I'm just going to a place right oh, now it's good it's good all right I think that that is going to do it for us today uh, as always you can reach us here at waypoint at twitter.com slash waypoint facebook.com oh my god facebook.com slash waypoint vice to find Patrick's face Patrick's face will actually just be on Twitter follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker where can people find you Danica you can find me on Twitter uh, at twitter.com slash Danica Harrod Danielle I'm at Danielle R.I. Patrick you find me at fuck Tom Brady and fuck his politics that's good just do a search for that on the internet and see what happens yeah (laughs) see what 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 comes up see what you get shout outs to to Natalie for handling the the, the boards as we as we record today Uh, you can follow me I think I said me Austin underscore Walker on Twitter Uh, we will be back uh, all week for some streams Uh, actually if you're watching this if you're listening to this now we probably already streamed some Yakuza that'll go up over on our YouTube youtube.com slash waypoint vice we're gonna have more streams all week twitch.tv slash waypoint um and as always, uh, uh, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that, waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Also, briefly, I want to shout out the the fine people in our fan Discord who watched me stress the fuck out about the Eagles game the whole time. I watched it with all of them. and, and kind of They were there for me. They were like three minutes ahead of my stream, oh. which meant that like – Every time something terrible happened, the whole chat was just like, no, 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 no. This sucks. I hate this. This fucking sucks, which was good for me because it meant that like I could prepare myself. So shout outs mm-hmm. to everyone who watched mm-hmm. the Super Bowl with me last week in our fan discord. That was very – Last night. Very, last night. It's been, listen, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. It's been a long night. It's been a long night for me. Especially in Philly. Especially in Philly. <laughs> and I'm in Philly in my heart. Hey, Wawa, add a Wawa to New York, please. I know it doesn't make any sense. Give us a Wawa. But give us a Wawa. Wawas are they, great. What is, a, what is a Wawa? Oh, my God, Patrick. They opened up Dunkin' Donuts on the West Coast. They can open, they can open a, Wawa a Wawa in New York. That's yes. what I'm trying to say. Yes. Wawa is like a convenience store uh, chain. Uh-huh. In, it's like a 7-Eleven, but like... But like good. Good, yeah. Yeah, it's like a 7-Eleven, but like with a really good deli counter. And like good okay. like iced tea that is like Wawa brand iced tea. Also, it's called Wawa, and it's like the pick. Their thing is a, it's, it's a, a good, good name. name, and there's like it's a goose. Name. It's a whole thing. Oh, it's like a very good. Jersey, like Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware. I think it goes up to Connecticut, maybe, but like right. no more in in New York. And bring one back because I felt like it's a very it's a very Philly thing. I wanted to go to a Wawa and like celebrate there yeah. but i couldn't do that so um so i went to my bodega and said which is also good shout out to bodega is also also dope all right that's gonna do it for us i'm gonna stop talking about philly sports uh and and we're gonna play some video games okay danielle what do we say to him we should be good and be good at it and fuck tom brady even if i come from the land of tom brady i still agree with that sentiment also big dick nick big dick nick <laughs> peace Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.